All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. And Casey, I guess we're uh, we're just an NFL podcast now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say all that. Uh, <laughs> NFL, uh, sprinkle in a little MLB. Uh, hockey started again. Oh, hockey, that's right. Hockey starting up, so we got that. Volleyball's in full swing. You know, we got... We're just a well-rounded podcast, Mother. We don't focus on one sport that you know, drives our emotions too much. <laughs> We're a very well-rounded uh, individuals and podcast, I think, in general. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that we are. You know, we, we never wanted... We definitely don't want to dive into something that just captures our emotion and time and energy. Um, you know, in one thing, we want to we spread the love around, not get too high, not get too low... On one single sport I event, would add, captures okay. and destroys our time and energy. Exactly. And um, yeah, but so I guess outside of the more or less four hours and the resulting uh, six or seven hours to get over, that game, yeah. I think it was a, an okay weekend, Marlon. Oh yeah, no, it was it was it was a pretty good weekend. There was weather right for October. What's there was, that? There was weather outside. There was a little bit of storms here. That was fun. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? What else? Oh, I got to play at uh, the MSOE field last night. Okay. Okay. Under the lights, that was really fun. A little bit of rain in that. That was a really cool experience. Um. Oh, well, Casey soccer after dark. Yeah. Yeah. Under the lights, I played. Uh, I wouldn't say much worse, but about as bad as you'd expect, I guess. So that was uh, <laughs> to be expected, but it was still nonetheless a cool experience. Um. Yeah, so life did move on yeah. after the terrible four hours and sulking for however many hours afterwards. But yeah, well, you know, I gotta say before we dive into the the negative, I mean, the positive of it was, um, you know, unfortunately it wasn't a great game, but it was the first game I got to take my my son to. Oh, okay, nice. Um, yeah, so he had to experience the. Pre-game festivities and made it into the game. Mm-hmm. And Casey, let me tell you, somehow he picked up tailgating right away. Oh, natural. A natural, natural tailgater knew where to go for all the food. Mm-hmm. Went straight for the uh, the the sweets, as one could imagine, sure. at eight in the morning or eight, nine in the morning. Um, you know, was good. It was good at handing out beer. And in entertaining the crowd, have no idea where he gets that from. Oh, hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. But so in uh, real speak, though, it was it was quite an experience. It was is much more emotional than I, I thought it'd be. Being him around, stopped mm-hmm. by one thirty two breeze. Nice. Thank you to the gentleman there. They let us in, and he thought it was a very cool house. His yeah. words. Um, yeah, and he made it through a whole quarter. So, c- congrats to him. <laughs> Hopefully, we can we can get through more next time. But it was a it was a good it was a good experience for that. To be fair, there's games we've made it one quarter, Marlo. Uh, that's true. Uh, possibly showing up in the second, leaving after jump around. But eh, you know, that, that's true. Also, students should show up sooner. Do that. Do that. Well, that's great, Marlo. It's really cool to hear uh, that your son had a a good time and you're you know bringing him slowly to the tailgate and Badger. Badger experience. Uh, I think my daughter dressed up in a cute little Badger outfit. My son could have cared less. So <laughs> still, have, still have work to do 
we're doing that. Although he does, he did like jump around because I we jumped around in our basement, and he thought nice. that was fun. He did some sort of worm thing though during it, mm. which I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's not it, but you're participating. <laughs> so I was like, kind of kind of let it go. So he thought that was fun. Uh, he always gets a kick out of me when I do the. Uh, whatever the song is after the touchdown, where you, you kind of you know lean back and forth and clap. Yeah, I would do yep. that, and he always like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "We scored a touchdown," and you know, obviously this is what we do. Didn't get to do that too much in this game, but he always gives me a puzzling eye when I do that. Uh, yeah, does not join me in that yet, but uh, anyway, trying to bring along traditions as well, Marlo. Uh, not as easy for me here uh, as you, but it, it is really cool to hear uh, you bring in your little one along. Um, all right, let's talk about it, Marlo. We got to do, right. do it. Now we got to. Okay, here we go. Quasi our job. Uh, <laughs> That's why they pay us the big bucks. Yeah, Michigan 38, Wisconsin 17. Um, <sighs> so, first of all, I was talking to a friend, uh, one of my colleagues uh, who works in Michigan, and he mm-hmm. keeps talking about how Wisconsin has their number, which I guess they kind of did winning five of the last seven. But when they yeah. showed the stat before the game of the all-time series 51 to 17 i was like oh we most certainly don't have their number and it was a a, you know more recent thing which again we expect to continue right we expected you know at least to compete if not win this game but um it was just kind of a reminder of like hey it always hasn't been like this uh for wisconsin football at least expecting to win against michigan uh, we do lose 38-17, Marlo. Uh, okay, you were there, uh, at least for some yeah. of it. Where, I, just, where I was there for the whole game. I saw I only made a quarter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Put him in an Uber, but, sent yeah. him home, and you were used to Yeah, it. exactly. I put him in an Uber and sent him home. It's, you know, I read, uh, it's parenting 101, I think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were there. Uh, I, so where do you want to start with this game? Okay. I'll let you start. Uh, okay. Let's start with the. Um, you must. We, we've been starting with atmosphere lately. Let's yeah. start with that first. Okay, okay. Nice. Okay. Good. Barry Alvarez. It was Barry Alvarez Day. Yeah. Or Barry Alvarez appreciate whatever they. I forget what they called. Yeah. We got these cool towels. Um, that was awesome. Um, kept showing highlights of you know Barry Alvarez Day. Uh, had a sweet tribute to him and at halftime. It's now going to be called Barry Alvarez Field next season. Okay. Pretty cool. So it's Barry Alvarez Field at Camp Randall Stadium in don't, 2022. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. Don't mind that at all. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. There I like, was... I like that better than a statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not seeing what shape any statue should be or judgment on any design of statues. But I like naming the field as opposed to putting a statue out front. I'll just say that. Okay. I got it. And as we talked about before, it's a uh, beautiful day, especially for October. Yeah. Um, you get things going. And I th- at the beginning of the game, you felt a lot of optimism in the, in the air. We just, it, was, it was just kind of there. So mm-hmm. that kind of sets the mood. Sets the mood. Um, you know, and again much like the second week in a row is a tale of two halves, right? And actually, I don't know what you, we could, we could go, we could walk in circles on it, but I think that first quarter, which there wasn't much going on. Um, when we talk about crowd, there was boo birds flying. I don't know how this came across on TV, um, but there definitely was a lot of angst 
after there was still not much production on offense yeah. um, up until that point. Up until that point, and you know there was booze. There was chance for there was chance for Chase Wolf coming out of the student section, hmm. and just in general all around me, kind of people playing armchair quarterback and pretty much the best coordinators slash coaches in the country were all sitting in section J. That's, yeah, um, that's, that's, where they, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's where they sit. So that being said, I, th- you know, that was it the last six minutes where we got the two drives, the two or two were two drives or scores in going into halftime. Yep. Um, that were executed, executed from what I, from my standpoint, very well by the, by the play calling and uh, Mr. Mertz mm-hmm. uh, getting a field goal and a touchdown in there for spe- uh, in there and really had a chance to get two two touchdowns. But anyways, two are only well not our only two scores scored late, but late, those yeah. two scores going into half. Yep, um, that was at that point there was definitely hope. I was in there. I was ready to come back on here. Say Mertz is back. <laughs> that was going through my head. Um, you know, as we were going through and then. We come back in the second half. That first drive, Mertz gets hit. He walks out. Ferguson runs out. And uh, it was kind of, and that was it. Tail of half, downhill from there. Kind of spiraled out of control very quickly, much like last week. And here we are. Yeah, it's tough to go back and look at halftime, right? Because So we come back. Mertz has the two throws to DK, uh, including the touchdown pass. Uh, scores in like 15 seconds, you know. And in my yep. mind, in my mind, I said, "Ed Rogers needed 27, Mertz only needed 15." And <laughs> nice. I had that. that I had that ready to go in my head, and I guess I technically yeah. used it there. But you know, it was. It's not as cool now that they lost. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was definitely sitting there at halftime, going, "Okay, maybe we have something here." And to me, Marlo, this is the most frustrating thing, is because I expected to go in this game and get an answer to how good this team is. Mm-hmm. And I guess we kind of did up until halftime, but then with Mertz going out, it's frustrating because we don't have that answer. Mertz seemed to be coming on. He seemed to be getting his legs under him. Maybe maybe yeah. it was just a fluke prevent defense thing, but we would have known that in the second half. We f- would have figured it out in the second half. If he stayed in and he committed the two or three turnovers or whatever Chase Wolf did, then we would know, right? We yeah. would have an answer, but frustratingly, this is a stupid way to put his injury because I, you know, hope he's okay. I haven't gotten, you know, I haven't found much information on it yet, um, so I don't mean to uh, minimize his injury. But like from a fan standpoint, he's out now. The rest of the game doesn't mean anything, right? From a, where are we at? What is Mertz? What is this team actually? Um, so that was really frustrating from that standpoint because he did seem like he he was coming out of Marlowe. He went to the – we scored the touchdown in the half. He's running to the, the locker room. He's pumping up the fans. You know, he's his you know he's running the sideline. He's throwing his hands up, pumping up the fans. And it felt energetic. It felt like something was building. In yeah. three plays, minus eight yards, he gets hit on that third down where nobody blocks two Michigan players, which is a – uh, thing that happened all game, which I think I'll, I'll talk at least at some point in a little bit about, but it just kind of took any sort of like, we're going to find out what this team is, and just threw it up in the air again. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying obviously they're not a good team as what we expected, right? That's 
right. sailed, right? But like, yes. what does the rest of the season look like? Mertz's injury threw all that up in the air. How long he's out throws it up in the air. And it's just, if he stays in, do they lose 38-17? Probably not. Do they lose? Maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But now I don't know. Right. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I totally agree. It was the momentum uh, was building I th- up until, you know, up until that happened, it was like the things we talked about last week, right? Like, I think we put percentages of blame and yeah. we had a big part of it on the play calling and a big part on Mertz, right? Yep. Both of us did. It's a, and yep. Yep. it seemed it like those majority, both, yeah. well, it seems like those both took, were taking steps forward, were catching their rhythm and then boom, it was all, it was kind of all out the window. Yeah. And yeah, and it just, you, um, so yeah, so like here, so yeah, let's talk about that. Like we don't have to dive into this game all that much because we know what happened we know the results yeah. um we can go into like where are we like where are we now what are we gonna do what where where are we at where are our expectations at oh okay well before we get it okay expectations so okay last week we talked about the season going from still going from duke's mayo bowl right yeah that was our low end yep. Yep. to um still winning the big 10 west yeah after this weekend, Iowa's performance, Big Ten West, I think, is gone. <laughs> Two losses in it's the Big over. Ten already for us. Yep. I don't see us beating this Iowa team. They look really good. Although, granted, I've yep. only seen them against you know not the best competition. We'll see next week what has is in store for them. And maybe their schedule is a little harder, and maybe we can sneak back into it. But I'm not going to hold my breath to that. So now we're talking about, I don't know, fifth best Big Ten game versus Duke right. Campbell, maybe that's even. Let's go. Fifth what's best the, uh, to. What's the pinstripe bowl? Yeah, there you go, pinstripe bowl to bowl eligible to even being bowl eligible. Yeah. So that's where my expectations are. High end, being the fifth best team in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Which even seems a stretch now. I guess you could still be fifth, right? Because you go, you go Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa. Michigan, then maybe you could argue us. I don't know. There's probably some game <laughs> missing in there. Michigan State maybe is in there. Michigan State, they're ranked top. They're 11. At the end of the year, I think you're looking at us, Michigan State, 5-6. Maybe. Still. Okay. Look, maybe. long way to go. Don't know how long Mertz is out, but that's where my yeah. expectation has shifted. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the highest you can go. And to be honest with you, like if we get yeah, there, it's, yeah, it might be it would be surprising. Yeah, it'd be surprising at this point, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, I'm having conversations with people. That's like, let's find it. Let's find a win on this schedule. And and you look at it and it's like there's a few games where like, well, you know, we looked at the beginning of the season. We're like, that's a win. You look at it now. It's like. This could be a good game, maybe, <laughs> type of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think the, yeah, so I don't know. I I think that's a good scale. And I think if we get to f- fifth best, I would be ecstatic. Um, if we get, yeah, if we made it to a bowl game, that's a win. That's a win. Just get into the bowl game. Bowl eligible. Five more wins. Yeah. Eight games left. 
Mercifully, we're on the Big Ten Network next week, so we'll be a little there off the go. radar. There we go. Yeah. At that. Freaking big, uh, big noon Friday, whatever they call that set, never again. Yeah. 0-3 on that junk. Don't want it ever again. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. And it's been three pretty bad games that I think, well, I don't yeah. know. I guess maybe for their ratings, right? For for big noon's ratings, Notre Dame win, Michigan winning over Wisconsin is probably a good thing for them. Right, there's probably more Notre Dame Michigan fans tuning into that, but whatever. Bad games, they're not going to come back this year. For God's sakes, if they come back for <laughs> Iowa, I will lose my mind. That is yeah. at eleven. It's already on the schedule. It's at eleven. Oh, uh, God. go away. No, no news of them coming back. Uh, yeah, I, I think wins are you know hard to come by. Everything we had chalked up as a win is now a maybe. Yep. And every, I guess the only look, the only challenging game left is Iowa. I shouldn't say chill. Before, oh, yeah. before I was the like, season come on. started, I mean, before the season yeah. started, we looked yeah. at it and said we have four really tough games: Penn State, Notre yep. Dame, Michigan, Iowa. Okay. One of those is left. We lost the first three. <laughs> Damn it. If you would have sat here, look, Marlo, if we would have sat here and said, We look, best case we go two and one, worst case we go one and three before the season started of our expectations. Mm-hmm. We went 0 and three in those. So we lose all four tough games. There's a lot of winnable games out there, I think, still, regardless of quarterback, regardless of situation. And we'll talk about all the things wrong with the team in a second. But okay, I'm still an optimist on the schedule for the bowl yes, eligible, are. for the getting back to that fifth team. A lot of teams, and it's more a result of these teams on the schedule looking really bad, Illinois looking really bad, Purdue looking really bad, Rutgers. Actually, they look pretty good for what Rutgers is. Uh, Nebraska looking really bad, and I completely forgot about Northwestern. What are they? They're 0 2, so there you go, Northwestern. Minnesota looking really bad. Yeah. The rest of the games aren't good. All right. Other problems with the program, Marlo. My number one problem with this game, with this program, with everything right now. Okay, I have two. I have two. Okay. One, the offensive line sucks. So bad. Absolutely terrible. We thought. It's so hard to say that, but they do. We went into. Uh, first of all, the starting center got poked in the eye before the game and couldn't play. How does this oh. freaking happen? That goes into the next one, fundamental mistakes. But let me focus on offensive line. Yeah. This game was lost in the trenches. This game was lost because our offensive line, our offensive line couldn't block their defensive line, and their offensive line was very good and able to buy time. We had no sacks. No sacks. And one QB hurry. That's not Wisconsin defense. Michigan State's offensive line dominated this game. Our offensive line on the other side gave up six sacks and three QB hurries, and it felt like more. I think they said at one point Graham Mertz had 18 dropbacks. He had been hurried six times and sacked three. Yeah, it felt a lot worse than that. I think... I don't know how they score a hurry, but it it seemed like they were in a hurry every time, and Again, then going into, and that's just on the that's just on the passways, and I, and then to that point when we talked about the um, pl- the play calling, uh, kind of catching the stride, they knew that because they were starting to uh, run the plays where we're running away from the line to buy time, or yeah. actually, and there was a, hey, there was a jet sweep, there was a jet there was sweep, a jet sweep. There was a jet sweep, and and things like that to get the offensive line off. I mean, at the the defensive line off of just burling through the offensive line. Um, and good, that's good on coaching. They do what they haven't, but you can tell by that type of play calling, they know that's not the. They know it's a very, very glaring weakness. Um, 
just like anybody that watches 10 minutes of, of Wisconsin football, which is hard for us to say because that's what we usually lean our freaking hats on yeah. is we're going to have a good offensive line. So with that, you know, it's as soon as they really drop back, someone in the face, it's hard to run the ball. The, the running backs aren't getting the holes they're used to. And that running game isn't isn't turning up, which then turns into being able to pin back their ears in the pass game. So, yes, the offensive line sucks. Don't know how you can fix it at this point in the season. Um, I don't, like you said, <laughs> they had our starting center. Someone had to come in because of because of injury. That didn't uh, didn't change much. I'm sure as we uh, there's not just you know the second string. The second string probably isn't the answer. Hopefully, it's not. But Offensive line is the the largest weakness in this entire team. Not just the offense, the entire team. It's so disappointing. We have four. We had four seniors starting in this game, and to have this, so many of the sacks or QB hurries, you see two, one or two Wolverine players tackling Mertz, and you see an offensive lineman just standing there by himself, especially on the one where he gets hurt. Uh, the left guard is standing all by himself as he doesn't block anybody. I don't know if that's communication and it's Mertz not calling out the pressures correctly, but so many times in this game, our offensive linemen looked clueless as to who to block, and that's it was embarrassing. It was it was, I shouldn't say embarrassing. That's a stupid thing to say. It was extremely disappointing to watch an offensive line who just looked lost, let alone a Wisconsin offensive line who looked lost that was the biggest disappointment uh i guess secondarily and kind of in tandem with it right fundamental mistakes so many fundamental mistakes special teams mistakes kicking that out of bounds the uh punt going off of our blocker who should be nowhere near the ball uh what were penalties here penalties felt again i always I always remember our team's penalties so much more uh, than the other yeah. teams. We only had one penalty for five. No, it was a it, okay, that was a thing. I'm surprised. That you, I'm surprised. You, well, we didn't really talk about the game, but it was a pretty, if you want to call it, clean game. As not many penalties were called, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's the key word. Not many penalties were called. Uh, there were uh, a few questionable passing interference on both sides yeah. of the ball. It just seemed like the refs just didn't want to blow the whistle this game. Yeah, I do remember one very clear one on, on Wisconsin that the guy just, it was in the first half, right? He was going uh, a post route down the sideline, and he just mugged him the whole way down. Just yeah. contact the whole way down, they didn't call it. Uh, I do remember that. Um, the, the small things that Wisconsin always does well aren't there, Marlo. And that's, I guess... Stay the program number two. Offensive line sucks. Fundamental mistakes, and those are both. I don't. Know, I think largely on Paul Christ. Woo. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we t- yeah, we do talk about it when it becomes reoccurring, reoccurring mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my new, not my new, fundamental level. You know, lots of t- that's when you. I've made the argument before. That's when you. That's when coaching comes involved, right? If it's done, mistake over and over again um, that has to fall onto the coaching staff and it's tough to say because we've been Chris guys from the from the beginning but 
when um, when we see these special, I mean, we've had special team mistakes every week, like big mistakes every week. Yep. To talk about. Yep. Uh, you know, at some point, that's that's not cool because obviously, it's like you always think of special teams secondary until there's a big mistake, and then it's usually a game changing thing, like it was this week, like it was last week. Um, those those type of mistakes can change the flow of the game and and in the outcome. Um, the like you said, I'm sure if we I didn't really break down the O line f- tape, <laughs> you know, like football focus, but I'm sure if you look at it, there's super fundamentals along that line that of what you know why aren't people executing said block that they're running that we're just running running people free unblocked to the quarterback. Yeah, so who's blocking? Um, yeah. I guess the game breaker was that third and long where they just heaved it up and the guy caught it on like the 10-yard line because it was a game until then, even with Martel. And yeah. that blew it open. And then our defense, the defense played as I think they should have where they just they felt they needed to make a play and they played too mm-hmm. risky and they got burned. Yeah. And they got tired. <laughs> Cause yeah, they got tired. I mean, it's, I mean, they played a game and they, when... It started out four, two, pose- four, two possessions. The yeah, they had two possessions in a row where the where Michigan got to have very short field, right? Yeah. It's it's tough. It's it's tough to keep. It's tough to keep that up. The one frustrating thing about the defense, as I was watching the game, was they kept. So Michigan was going for it on fourth down. They were five of six and oh fourth yeah down yeah in the game, and we kept playing as if like they weren't going to go for it. You know, so we play. Mm-hmm. They play would play off. On third down, and it like the whole game, there were four or five, excuse me. Um, in the whole game, I'm just like, you need to play it like it's a normal down, like you can't yes. give them the yards because they're gonna go for it. And so many times, we just did the normal thing you do, right? Where you tackle them two yards short and you call, you hold up your fist and you say fourth down. Michigan's like, fine, we'll take that and we're gonna get that first down. And that was yeah. obvious from the first quarter, yes, yeah, and we didn't change. And they had two. They did not change that up. They were going for it. They were going to keep going for it. I think was it the last time? Yeah, last time Michigan was here, we pretty much, we ran up the score, and I'm pretty bad. And I think they took that personally. <laughs> Is the the sense I got from this game? Um, anyways, we're diving into that game. I don't, yeah. I don't get too right. much. Next week, Marlo, looking ahead. Yeah, at Illinois, good old Burt Bila revenge game. I've terrible memories of last time at illinois yes miraculously we're favored we've been favoring every game this is stupid i'm over it we should i mean if you were better and faded wisconsin i mean you're a rich person congratulations to you (laughs) uh illinois last five uh four losses to texas san antonio virginia maryland purdue winning last week against I don't even know who this is. I forget. I don't even want to say that. Charlotte. The Charlotte 49ers mm. uh, got a win against them. Um, although they were down for a bit. They won 24-14. This is now a must win. No. Can't lose. Can't lose oh, this game. Not, you're not a must win yet? I think it was can't lose worse or must win worse. I forget what's... Which what's more dramatic? I already I mixed myself up on this. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I think must win is more dramatic. Okay, must win. 
Yeah. It's a must. You cannot lose to Illinois. No. It just we just can't happen. Yeah, if you, if you have any sort of pride, no matter who's starting, right? We didn't get a chance to say this. I'm just saying Chase ain't it. But no matter who's starting, we just can't lose to this team. Yeah, I did, can't I lose did to Illinois. Skip over that. Uh, yeah, it's fine. I think this is we saw we saw why, despite Mertz's incredible struggle against Notre Dame and his his severe severe inconsistency throughout last year and into this year, why he was still the starting quarterback. <laughs> Chase, Chase is not it. Although it? no, I don't even Take know that because section. just just come in and just don't turn the ball over. Just like don't <laughs> you don't have to win the game. You just don't f it up. And time and time again, he comes in as the backup and f's it up. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Chase ain't it, as I wrote down here. Uh, hopefully, Mertz is okay. He's out of the hospital. That's all I know, right? He has a chest injury. Yeah. He's out of the hospital. That's all we know? That's all I know. God. Uh, it has to be... I mean, if he's, it has to be like a... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wildly speculate here. But chest, I fear, was if he had to go... It was like a sternum or... Yeah, I guess I would say I would feel like collarbone. They would. It didn't look like he was holding his collarbone. No, he so. was pointing more I, like if I. My guess was be would be ribs, um, hmm. if anything. Uh, I, I don't want to speculate. He was pointing. He was pointing lower in, in his abdomen than his collarbone, so it didn't look like collarbone. Um, hmm. But even let's see, even if Chase Wolf plays, come up with yeah. a freaking plan. Don't turn the ball sure. over. Beat Illinois. Beat Illinois. Just come be on. better. Come on. Just be better. My God. All right. Other NCAA football, Marlo. Do you want to dive, right. do you want to dive in there? Yeah, let's more? do it. Yeah, let's do it. <sighs> okay. Big Ten. Uh, why we're, I guess, so down in the Badgers Big Ten West is my jinx of Iowa going to College Park on Friday night. Turns out, not mm-hmm. an issue. <laughs> Iowa stomps. Uh, I was going to try to say Man. his name. <laughs> Take Lavoa. I can never remember. Oh, it's too, uh, little Tua. Yeah. Tua, Tungla Vola. 51-14. Not even a game. It was over before I even turned it on to hope for my upset. Uh, Iowa rolls. Once again, they look really good, Marlo. It sucks. Yeah, it El- sucks. Elsewhere, Penn State kind of holding up to what we wanted, right? We wanted Penn State to look good, believe their defense we is good. But we were hoping they would look good and we would look good. But, hey, yeah, at least yeah. they're holding up yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Makes that loss look a little better. Uh, yeah. Still 24-0. to zero. Indiana Marlowe, tough year. Yeah. A lot of, that's, what, that's what happens when you get expectations, man. It's yeah. tough. It is tough. I was hoping that would be a better game. I really was. Um, kind of, yeah, the, the nightcap games, not so much, including this one. Yeah. Uh, you think with... Uh, Penix Jr. coming back, you know, you, you had such a good year last year. You're building on that. You're building a program, all of the, you know, shit they gave us when they beat us last year, saying that they were the better program. Hey, look, not like yeah. we're, you know, riding high right now, but hey, by the way, we have the same conference record. So congratulations, Indiana. Zero <laughs> points at Penn State. Uh, Penn State looks good, Marlo. I think um, you still got to think Ohio State, right? Yeah. Still the favorites, but... Three-head race. It's a three-team race in the Big Ten, which we did not think 
a month ago. Well, maybe we did, but we talked ourselves into Wisconsin being one of the three teams. As you know, yeah, as it's a three team race, and you know what? Michigan's trying to make a name. There you go. I'm not saying they're there. Four team race. They're trying to make a name. Four team race. Trying to try to make a name. They still Big haven't. Back. They still haven't beaten a good team, Michigan. I include Wisconsin yeah. in that. They still haven't beaten a good team. Although has yeah. Penn State? Has Penn State? Great question. Beaten a good we'll team. We'll find out. We'll uh, find out next week. They beat Auburn. Oh, that's right. We forgot about all that. <laughs> that's better than. <laughs> yeah. That's a better yeah. win that Michigan has. Um, probably better than a win than Ohio State has. Um, guys, let's look else. That's it for the Big Ten. I don't. Whatever. Uh, Minnesota barely beat Purdue. Illinois barely beat Charlotte. I think uh, Northwestern might have lost. I don't know. I don't remember. That well, Northwestern lost to Nebraska. Nebraska's oh, back. Oh, that's what it was? Nebraska's back? Mo- yeah. Man. yeah. Nebraska's back. Right. Is- well, that was just, Marlo, to be honest. That wasn't even on my, on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> of that game happening. I totally missed that. Yeah. Did they? I get a yeah, they- up. I don't, even, I don't even believe you. Um... Yeah, Martinez is back. Oh, is at night? Four, oh, they crushed four. him at night. Oh, yeah. Martinez had four touchdowns, three pa- oh, uh, three rushes. Fuck, Marlo, they're back. God damn, they're it. so back. Yeah. God damn, we're definitely they're not definitely not going to be in our next section. The not backs, <laughs> not next backs, week. not backs. Here we go, Marlo. I'm going to run through them quick. Ready? Notre Dame okay. not, not back. Loses to Cincinnati, nope. twenty-four to thirteen. Cone was benched at halftime after being down seventeen to zero. Oh. I don't know if it was his fault. He did throw a goal line in- interception, which was pretty bad. Yeah. He's, you know. I'm, Backups I, didn't do much better, though. They got points, <laughs> but, I mean, statistically yeah. didn't do much better. Hey, Cincinnati, man. Future Big 12. Yep, repping that Big 12. Uh, Burt Bielema's old team, Arkansas, not back, losing 37-0 to Georgia. That was, uh, you think that was an, infl- that was an inflated Ranking, right? Yeah. Everybody Arkansas. got a little excited. Yeah, everyone got a little excited. Georgia put them in there. Well, they beat Texas, and they beat Texas A.M., and it turns out maybe both those teams aren't good because Texas A.M. lost again. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe we got all got um, excited. Here's my favorite not back. Because this, I feel like this is going to happen every year, no matter what. But Ole Miss, yeah. as long as Lane Kiffin's there, this game's going to get pumped up every year that they're going to be back, and then this happens yeah. every year. <laughs> this will happen. Ole Miss was 42 to 21 now, man. Ole Miss. It wasn't even that close. Not back. I think the most surprising one, Florida Marlowe. I think this is the first time we're talking yeah. about Florida this year. Uh, not back. They lost yeah. to Kentucky. I Oof. put 20 to, eight, 20 to 12. Is that right? That's a weird score. It was a 20 to 13. That's a weird score, but I think it was, but whatever. They lost whatever. Kentucky. I mean, regardless, they lost to Kentucky, who. Is now three and zero in the SEC, Marlowe. It was twenty fourteen. Yeah, That's just a typo by me. My bad. My bad. We'll, we'll fix watch that. out. Kentucky might be a football team. Football uh, school. Football school. Thirteen to twenty to thirteen. All right, there we go. Uh, Miami. Oof, Marlowe. Lost to Virginia. They missed a field goal as time expired. Wide left. Um. Three years of Manny Diaz. We're in the third year of Manny Diaz, Marlo. That's uh, mm-hmm. Miami's coach, as you know. Um, yep. 16 and 13. In, in two and a quarter years, two and a third years, whatever it is. Do they still have a turnover chain? I don't know. Remember that thing? 
I think didn't they get it out? What who did they lose to earlier? Where they got it out when they were down big, and then yeah. it got overturned and they had to put it back into the. Little, like, <laughs> I didn't see that. No, uh, it was last week or the week before. It was really funny. I don't know if they had any turnovers in this game. I did not see it. Um, yeah, but in in Redsburg, is is Virginia back for the first time? They got a couple 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 wins here against some teams. They do. They do look. Uh, they look okay. Tony Bennett's yeah. really putting it together over there, Marlo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. Of, that's what I think about there Virginia football is that Tony Bennett is really putting it together. Um, yeah. I didn't put Texas A&M in there because they are no Virginia is one and two in the ACC. I thought they beat. Well, they beat oh, Illinois. They just, they just beat that's Illinois, why. and we just laughed at they Illinois. Beat Illinois. That's what yeah. Happened. That's what <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. I guess not back UCLA. Uh, although they, we already told said they weren't back, but I'm just piling. But then they were back. I'm just piling. And now on, they're not really. They're they yeah. lose the Arizona State, and I put not back. I put Clemson won Marlow, but coming off a loss, they beat Boston College 19 to 13. It is a struggle bus down there. Mm-hmm. Clemson. Mm. I guess there's, I guess yeah. it's a win. I shouldn't you know poo poo too much. You know, coming from Wisconsin, but <laughs> but God, they got a high bar. They have a high bar. You just you just got to think if their expectation and uh, I think everybody's expectation of them is to bounce back and compete and get back to that you know playoff caliber form. And my God, this wasn't it. This wasn't it. So I put them in the not back. Um, so all those knockbacks, Marlo, I really just think it sums up. Did we clarify the playoff picture this week? Because it kind of felt like we did. Did we? I don't know. Um, I think. Alabama, we, so, go ahead. We essentially have we kicked out Pac-12 with They're the Oregon done. loss. Oh yes, I They're didn't done. say this. Stanford killed the Pac-12. They beat yeah. uh, USC and Oregon, so they both have one loss already. I think the way this all plays out, a one-loss Pac-12 team, if that's all the worst they do, like their best-case scenario is to have a one-loss team now. Yeah. I think that they will be out of it if Cincinnati wins out. So, Gotcha. So, okay. Uh, let's start there. Oh, so, okay, so I'll change my little comment here, slash Pac-12. Okay, so... Uh, why I say it clears it up a little bit. I think it moves a lot of teams from kind of like in the conversation to out or on the fringe. So Florida's now out. So who do you got in? Who do you, who do you have in? talk about who went out. Notre okay. Dame, Notre Dame okay. went from in to fringe, if that. Arkansas yeah. out. Ole Miss out. Florida out. Pac-12, fringe. All Pac-12 now fringe. Mm-hmm. So... What's left? Alabama's in for sure. Georgia's in for sure. As long as it seems like they're not going to lose anybody but themselves, is what it seems like. Then you got the Big Ten champ, Ohio State, which is a three team race. There's a lot of teams in here, but not a, only one of these is getting in Ohio State, Iowa, Penn State. And now I think you got to talk about Cincinnati really having a chance to get in, Marlo. Oh, well, we're doing this. Because if We're it's doing not this. if it's not Cincinnati, who now has wins over Notre Dame, Iowa, 
Murray and Miami, Ohio. Big wins, Marlo. No, fuck. <laughs> they don't have anything else on their schedule. Never mind. They have nobody else on their schedule. Yeah. Indiana sucking really hurts them. They really only have Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I thought my point was going to be stronger for Cincinnati. It's not. So, okay. So I think we're still looking at Cincinnati slash a one-loss Pac-12, which is Oregon, right? It's really only going to be Oregon. Right. So whoever's out – okay, so I think that kind of – I guess that's a lot of teams, right? I just threw like eight teams into a four-team playoff. Mm-hmm. So who's, who else is outside? It's whoever loses in the Big Ten. Maybe you have two one-loss Big Ten teams in there, but that seems weird. Oklahoma's still around, but God, they look uninspired. Mm. I guess they still only have one loss, right? But they're not exciting. Are they, uh, do you feel str- really strong about Oklahoma? No, but I, I, I am getting the sense that this is one of those years uh, where it comes down to it's not, there's not, okay. you know, minus the Alabama. Let me correct that. Oklahoma is undefeated at 6 0. Okay, there you go. So we got Oklahoma. So. You're saying, I think what we're saying is, as of right now, as of right now, we got Alabama, Georgia, we got the Big Ten, Yep. right? The Big Ten, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And then then the fringe, you got Cincinnati, just because of where they are, right? Yeah. That's it. I think the Pac-12 and Big 12 are out. I mean, Oklahoma's in, is what I'm saying, but yeah, but as anyone of right else now, in the Big Twelve is out. Yeah, exactly. And there's one yeah. Big Ten team, if as of right now, as of right now, because and they still have a chance. The the only problem is so the Big Ten. The only way with the Big Ten would have gotten two teams, if it yeah, if Ohio State had beaten Oregon, because if Ohio State right. beats Oregon, they're undefeated. They go into the championship game and they lose to Iowa, both undefeated. Yes. Then you could get Big Ten, two Big Ten teams in. But right. if that's their second loss, they're still out. And I think, yeah. I think even Penn State, if they go undefeated, which I guess means they beat Ohio State, I, I still don't think they're good. They, I only think the committee would give that benefit to Ohio State in the Big Ten. They wouldn't give yeah, that agreed. benefit of being a one-loss Big Ten, uh, one-loss Big Ten runner-up to Penn State, as they would. Ohio State. So I think you got to take one of those teams. I th- I mean, look, it's obviously muddied, right? I don't mean to act like it's clear, but it's way clearer than we had a week ago. I just felt like a lot of teams that we were like, well, maybe they can compete for it. Maybe they can just fell off. And we have this like upper echelon that has kind of created itself. Uh, yeah. And things to, you know, root against and to root for chaos, right? If Oklahoma right. loses. Uh, if Pac-12 continues to win, I guess now we're just rooting for Pac-12 teams to win to create the chaos because otherwise, you know, since they had to keep winning, that creates chaos. And uh, obviously we want Alabama and Georgia to lose. So those are things we're rooting for, Marlo. All right, let's look at it next week, uh, Marlo. Primetime games, not great. Not a great, very Big Ten heavy. Very Big Ten heavy. Um, Big Noon is Maryland, Ohio State. Whatever. That. I mean, if you thought the Wisconsin games were blowouts, my God, that's going to be ugly. Uh, the ABC night game is Michigan and Nebraska. Now back Nebraska, Marlo. Yeah. 
Michigan These are two programs Michigan that are bad. should destroy them, right? It should. Um, they should win yeah. by twenty points. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, yeah, no. I. Nebraska's back, man. I don't know. God. If they if Nebraska keeps this close, oh, I'm going to be pulling out my hair. That's how it's that's how it's going to go for me. Is it really going to be? No, it's not going to be close. Oh my God! Michigan's only favored by three. What? <laughs> what? I, that, that Patriots just ran a, a double, double, double reverse pass that went for like forty yards. That's so dumb. All right, um, that does not make sense to me. But whatever. Okay, Michigan. Yeah. So maybe it's going to be close. Maybe it'll be entertaining. It might be high scoring. Uh, there you go. Uh, there's my weighing in. There might be points uh, analysis. Uh, the CBS SC game at three thirty is Georgia Auburn. Okay. Probably the best chance for Auburn to uh, excuse me for Georgia to lose. Uh, in the regular season, at not Auburn. giving it a high chance, but okay. No, not giving it a high chance, but I mean, if you if you're kind of looking at where could Georgia slip up, mm. that that might be it. Why is it not showing up on my? Oh, it's at two thirty, not three thirty. That's why. Aren't the games normally three thirty? No, they're two. No, that's NFL. That's NFL. Two thirty. Yep. Best chance to slip up. That said. Auburn uh, is 14.5 point underdogs. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's going to be their best chance to slip up, I think. Uh, they do play Kentucky, who's on a, on you know pace to win the SEC. So Georgia Sells, look out for that. Um, other than that, Marlo, looking at the schedule as we have it in front of us here, anything else? Yep. I mean, there's one obvious one that I did not call out. Yeah, uh, so but say, I'll let you talk about it. Uh, yeah, game of the week. Penn, Big Ten Penn State and Iowa. Penn State and Iowa. This, uh, yeah, like this is the game we're gonna figure out. I mean, is is Iowa for real? Uh, is Penn State for real? It's gonna be. It's gonna go a long way into clearing. Like, it's gonna go a long way to if Iowa can win this game, mm-hmm. right? I don't know the rest. I'm. They've already had another. Yeah, they had the Maryland game, or yeah, they had the Maryland game. So this is their second crossover. If they can win this game, they, all the games are in the West, and as we know, those are all very winnable. Yeah, the West sucks. Yeah, so Iowa has that chance to go undefeated. Yep. Um, and same thing, and vice versa. If Penn State can win this game, that'll be another notch on their resume, and they still have Ohio State to play. They still have Michigan to play, and they still have Michigan State to play. Yeah, much just tougher schedule for them going forward uh, but definitely this game will go a long way in deciding uh, those top teams in the Big Ten uh, definitely the best, I think the best game of the week obviously we're biased but uh, there's a couple yeah. other I guess ranked for first ranked games out there Arkansas Ole Miss, a teams of not back a matchup of not back teams uh, at 11 o'clock, Oklahoma versus Texas probably Oklahoma's best Test left uh, at Texas. Um, Georgia Auburn, we talked about. I thought there was one more match up. Oh, no, it was Alabama AM, uh, but AM can't score points. So <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think that's going to go well uh, for them against Alabama there. Good slate, though, I think overall. Yeah. Marlo. Ooh, um, Pac 12 after dark UCLA, Arizona, must see TV. 
Yeah. No, we gave up on you, Sally Marlowe. We're over them. I, I, <laughs> I know, but it's after dark. Oh, good point. Good. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot it was after dark. My yeah, bad. it's after dark. Utah USC on seven o'clock Fox. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, that's on. Fo- oh, yeah, that is fun. I think that's a I'll good. That's that. a good. Uh, I don't know why, because like Utah's not a, you know, a, a die in the wool Pac-12 team, right? They're relatively new to it, but that always seems like an interesting matchup for whatever reason. Like in my in my mind, I go, oh, I see that being a close game. It's because it's after dark. You're right, Marlo. It's just because it's yeah. after dark. I think that's it's after dark. Good slate, but highlighted by uh, obviously uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, uh, and then elsewhere, yeah. Penn State, Iowa. So many storylines. So many storylines. I really hope that game is like nine to six. <laughs> <laughs> but Iowa seems like their offense is too good. Their running back, uh, Goodell, I think it is. He's too good. And uh, God, Goodson. Goodell. Goodson. Excuse me. He has 100 carries on the year, 99 carries, 430 yards, and five touchdowns. He's really good. Um, and I think their defense is going to... I like I won this game, Marlo. At home. They are favored by three. I like Iowa. What do you think? Um, I, I have not... You know what? To be honest, I haven't seen much of Iowa play. Just highlights. I, I've seen Penn State play. I, I doubted Penn State against Auburn. So I'm going to have to go... I have to go with Penn State. I'm going to imaginary money parlay. I don't know if this is how parlays work. But Iowa and Michigan. Okay. There we go. All right. There you go. That's imaginary par- money parlay. Oh, upset alert. Do we would you want to put a, anybody on upset alert? Michigan on upset alert against Nebraska? Oh, yeah. I'll put Michigan on upset yeah. alert. Nebraska's so back. Oh, God. It just makes me... I don't know... I, both of them winning is going to make me upset. It's going to suck watching that game. I want both of them to lose so so hard. I'll put uh, number sixty, number sixteen, Kentucky feeling themselves after beating AM. They're playing LSU. Uh, LSU has been crappy this year, but they still have a lot of talent. Uh, and Kentucky might be feeling themselves a little bit, so I'm going to put Kentucky on upset, or they're going to win the SEC. Watch out, Alabama. SC, uh, Kentucky's coming. There we go. All right, let's look ahead or move on, excuse me, to the NFL, Marlo. And we'll start with your Bears. They beat the Detroit Lions 24-214. I don't know where you want to start, Marlo, but I had a question for you. Do you mind if I ask my question first? Go, ask ask your question. All right, what was different this week as opposed to last week? Obviously, last week, a disastrous outcome. This week, a victory over the Detroit Lions. What? Was different this week than last. So the, I mean, the biggest, the biggest difference was one of the biggest differences is the play calling and putting Justin Fields in position to be successful. Obviously, the the, the pass rush was different. Um, there wasn't a Miles Garrett on the other side. Um, that helps a little bit, but the um, the play calling was. I don't know. I don't always use the word better, but it was. More systematic to get the ball out of Justin's hand in it early on, get, his, get the ball out of his hands quickly. That sets up the running game. The running game got going early, oh, yeah. which then set up uh, some play action and kept kept the uh, defensive line and linebackers honest. They couldn't just blitz every 
every freaking play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that really, just, I mean, the first drive they went down there and scored a touchdown kind of to set the tone from there, and that really opened up the field for the rest of the game. And that's, I mean, that was, a, if from besides Detroit not being the juggernaut pass, I mean, I'm not going to call Cleveland a juggernaut pass rusher. They do have some pass rushers. They have names, at least you know, right? Like, yeah, they had names. Detroit does not, and... Um, that was probably that. I mean, that was that made all the difference there. So, gave the guys the time, had had more confidence going into it, and you know, you can see what happens when you give them a little time back there. So, Fields ended up. Uh, what was his stats? He started out like four for four, five for five, or something. He had it. Yeah, really, really good numbers. Uh, he did finish the game eleven of seventeen, two hundred ninety yards. So they didn't ask him to do too much. He had one interception. Nope. I think he got hit when he threw that. If, the ball got tipped. tipped. It was tipped, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so not, I guess, not totally his fault, but at least watching this game or or um, following along, it seemed like they moved them around a bit. They got a run game first. It seemed like they just, hello, uh, designed a game plan for Justin yes. Fields. Exactly. To be okay. And that's you know, the way it went, all you needed out of Justin Fields. Did you see anything else, uh, I guess, significant from uh, Justin or uh, the offense aside from that? Well, you say they didn't ask him to do too much, which is correct, but the things when they asked him to do, he, um, what's the word? He, he performed, right? Yeah, yeah. He had, I think it was, he had six, six balls that were thrown over 20 yards, connected on four of them. Um, and really five of them were right on, right on, right on spot. Um, one of them just, I would, I would call, I don't know if it was called a drop, but I think it was a drop. Uh, but yeah, I just had two, it had some, you know, pretty balls down the field, made good decisions, didn't really throw the ball or didn't need to be, used his legs when he needed to, not, not, yeah, he used the ball when he needed to and kept his eyes downfield. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's like rookie, rookie quarterback coaching 101, right? Put them in good positions. Don't ask uh, too much, and if they can deliver on what you ask, you're, it's a recipe for success. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a good point. He, he did push the ball downfield. Uh, I guess more so than you would think, like managing a quarterback. But it, it seemed like it was in spots or situations, or, or I guess designed plays where it was easy. Easy reads, giving him not enough credit, but um, I guess. Kind of, what's the way, what way I'm trying to put it? Because I think it's going to come out negative, and I don't mean it to come out <laughs> negative. It's fine. But like easy reads or, or situations in which yeah. he can push it downfield, the ball downfield, where he can make quick decisions. Because I think where he gets right. into trouble is when he has to make complicated decisions. He has to read defenses, and he has to kind of progress through it, go through his progressions. And that doesn't happen very quick yet for him. So in this game, it seemed like hey, this is my short route, this is my deep route, my deep route is open, boom, let's hit it. And they were right. open because it was good scheme, it was good play calling, which he didn't have last week. Last week it was more like in the Alan Dalton vein, which we talked about last week, where it was like, hey, read the defense, figure out where to go, and you know, try and make the right decision. And he wasn't up for that, and pass rush was too much for that. In this game it was like, hey, quick decisions, let's go get the ball out. And he got the ball, and they were, you know, positive and and oftentimes downfield, which I think is a really good sign. A yeah, boring no, sign absolutely. for me. But I guess <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, and the, and then that too, you know, the, he went 
they said the first drive was a touchdown, which always a good start. The second, you know, Detroit got the ball, drove down, uh, fumbled the ball amongst themselves, which was hilarious. Um, they, this, you know, and they had it, the second drive, it ended up in, in a field goal, but oh no, ended up in another touchdown, excuse me. So getting off to those two good drives, not feeling any, you know, come from behind pressure, um, I'm that sh- I feel like that played into it as well. So basically, Detroit playing Detroit was the difference. <laughs> a team that a team that will shoot themselves in the foot, yeah. three red zones in a row. Yeah. Um, and I think that, it did rain helps. a little bit, so of course, uh, Jared Goff just fumbled the ball into himself <laughs> like an idiot. Uh, God, I mean, it's like Chase Wolf out there with Jared Goff sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just turns the ball over. It's terrible. Um, all right, Lions. Uh, yeah, maybe it was just playing the Lions. I actually was pretty surprised in this game because, you know, I've the Packers have played the Lions. The Lions have played a lot of what seemed like close games or games where you kind of look at and go like, oh, if you didn't do this, you know, kind of this yep. crappy underdog game. So I, uh, to be honest, picked them in our confidence pool. I only put like two points in at Marlon, but nonetheless, I still picked yeah. them. Uh, just yep. because I thought, hey, maybe the scrappy underdog makes it happen. And no, they're just a scrappy underdog for a reason because they do the things to make themselves underdogs and then have to scrap back. And that's exactly what they did in this game. And they were 100% the Lions uh, in this game. Um, any other takeaways? The defense looked good, I guess. Got some takeaways as you tried to do. Uh, uh, ben, but ben but did not break. I like said they had... Three trips inside the ten in the first three possessions. Yeah. Two of them, they yeah, two of them were were turnovers, and one was a turnover on down. So, you know, I mean, it's it's part of the game, is what it is. And some to better teams, that's going to get you in 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 trouble. Yeah. But it's they did look they look good. Besides that, besides that, open the those first three possessions, it was pretty good. All right. All right. Anything else on the Bears? Me, nope. Nothing. Let's two and let two me hold. now. Two and two. Yeah, two and two. Feels two weird. And two out of the first quarter. Does feel weird. Feels weird that thirteen and two out, out of how like down in the dumps everybody was last week. <laughs> to now just be sitting there at two and two, a completely okay record, right? Uh, yeah. At this point in the season. Uh, feels a little bit weird. I feel like they should be one and three based on kind of the temperature. Of the Bears, uh, Bears fan base, but they're at 2 All right, Marlo, uh, ready for me to move on to the Packers? Yeah, let's do it. Your favorite subject, I know. All right, uh, <laughs> Packers 27, Steelers 17. Uh, probably shouldn't have been that close, but uh, that is where it ended up. And I think looking back at this game and kind of looking at my expectations coming to this game and where it ended up, uh, the Packers just really de- did what they needed to do. They took care of business. They got this home win against a possibly floundering uh, Steelers team. The Steelers came out, took a, a quick 7 nothing lead against the Packers on a, a long pass uh, from Ben Roethlisberger, which is, I think, the last good thing he did in the game. Uh, yeah. The Packers came back and just really took control of the game. Uh, I think they had two chances late in the fourth quarter, uh, third quarter, fourth quarter, to kind of extend drives where they just kind of missed. Rodgers missed a pass or there was a pass broken up or, or or a run that was stopped short. It, it really should have just been 27-10. Uh, the way the game felt, uh, the Packers took their 
foot off the gas and just try to execute first downs and just kind of missed a couple passes and Rodgers kind of had this like oh shucks you know look on his face as they did that which I guess is fun when you're winning but probably annoying when you're losing uh, but I think at the end of the day you just kind of look back at this game and go this is a game the Packers should win if they're going to be the team that I and the fans expect them to be and they did so they took care of business. Uh, there was a lot of talk. I guess I didn't realize this going into the... I guess I knew that Green Bay played Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl, right? But it was a rematch of Super Bowl 45, uh, which was, God, I don't even know, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Uh should know that, right? 16 years ago? Because what, it's... Six that long? No. Come on. It was. Dang. Super Bowl 45. 45... Blah, 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 Cowboy Stadium, 2011, 10 years ago. Excuse me, I added five on there. 10 years ago. Um, and it was the last Super Bowl that Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger were in, which feels a little weird. The attendance yeah. for Super Bowl 45, by the way, was 103,000, 91,000 paid. Who are the other thousand <laughs> people? How did they get there? Yeah. Thanks, Wikipedia. Thanks. Anyway, distracted. Um, which, I guess, thinking back of it, seems pretty strange, but, you know, they both kind of, I guess, the Steelers ran into the Patriots, right? And the Packers ran into shooting themselves in the foot. So that's how you, <laughs> that's how you end No, it's, uh, I don't want to dive into it, but it's an interesting point. They did say that in the broadcast. Um, and, yeah, and at that time, when that Super Bowl happened, you uh, to think that they both have, both you know, they're both you would at that time they're both good organizations. We can say that, right? Yeah, you would yeah. you consider them good organizations? Two of the um, top and, five yeah, winningest organizations. Yeah, and they both had top top tier quarterbacks. Yep. Um, you know that have been there since then, and it's just very surprising that for both of those teams have not even been back to Super Bowl. I know Super Bowl is hard to get to, but it's just those are the recipes, right? Usually, a good organization, good, good quarterback. Program. That's what you look for. Yep. Yeah. Neither of them back in 10 yep. years. Packers shooting themselves on their own foot. Um, speaking of broadcast, Marlo, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was because Tony Romo was doing a Packer game. Mm-hmm. I'm a, am I a little out on Tony Romo? I might be a little out on Tony Romo, Marlo. It You're out on Tony Romo? It might have been because it was a Packer game, and he <laughs> was just trying to make it interesting by trying to talk up the Steelers, it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't carry this I, I don't know I, I'm a little worried about on Tony Romo or maybe I'm getting used to him I don't know are you feeling this have you noticed this or is it just a me in this game thing uh I think it's you in this game okay. thing I think I, I feel Tony's one of those guys if he's broadcasting your your team yeah he's like a Joe Buck uh if, he's, <laughs> if he has if he's broadcasting your team it just feels like he's not for you but um if it's just a if it's just a game that you're just observing, you have no, you know, no chips in it. It's like, oh, Tony, Tony's pretty cool. I like to listen to him. They did try to do like the tie into he's from Wisconsin. He, you know, yeah. went to a punt passing kick thing or something. He wore a Packer jersey, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he slightly slid in like, yeah, I was, you know, uh, all state athlete in three sports. No big deal. And it's like nice. <laughs> nice. He's like, you wouldn't believe it, would you? It's like, yeah, you played freaking NFL quarterback, dude. We know you're athletic. Nice humble brag. <laughs> Settle down. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was a little Aiken. It was just my team, I, probably. You're right. I was just yeah. a little disenchanted with him, so I wanted to bring it up. Uh, I guess last thing on this, uh, Big Ben. Yeesh. Uh, he had the opening touchdown pass. Uh, yeah, where were you at it when that ha- when that touchdown pass happened? First thing in the game, where were you at? I was just I, I was a little bit bewildered. Like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, and that was kind of compound, com- compounded, excuse me, by like Green Bay just taking a while to get in the game offensively. Um, and I was just like, I just had a moment like, what is happening? Like, this isn't what I expected. Uh, and then. I guess it bore out the rest of the game where he just missed throw after throw. And this is where, like, the Tony thing, he just kept, like, making excuses for Ben Roethlisberger. He's, like, just like, oh, it's just a little too far, or, oh, the read's wrong, or the the route's wrong, or the offensive line's not giving up time. And Jim Nance was like, he normally makes throws like that. And he's like, yeah, but, like, he's not. And, like, throughout this game, it was just, like, Ben Roethlisberger missing throws and like they were kind of there you know <laughs> they were kind of there which is worrying I guess if you're a Packer fan which I am like it was worrying that the, the seam route that he just overthrew and then he overthrew another one uh I can't remember the exact play but I remember it just being a yard over you know and it's just like that's gotta be there Rogers had a couple like that I guess so maybe I shouldn't naysay too much but it was a lot of throws you had to have, and Ben just didn't have them today. And that feels like what it's been all year. He finished with 232 yards, 26 of 40. And like I said, it after the seven points, they really didn't have any offense till their last drive in the fourth quarter. So it was like three whole quarters of no offense. It felt <laughs> very comfortable for the Packers' defense. With some missed throws in there, to be sure, but... Man, if I I went in this game wondering if the Steelers were done and wondering if Big Ben was done, and man, I'd be worried Inclusion. if I was a Steelers fan. I'd be really worried. You, yeah, you proclaimed that last week. Steelers. And I, thought I don't know I'd if you know said they were weekend. done. You, you asked the question. I don't know if you proclaimed them done. Yeah, I asked the question, and now yes, I'm, I'm very worried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it's tough. I mean, it, it's obvious that... The offense isn't where it is. Is it Ben, or is it the players? Is it coaching? Whatever you know, whatever it is, is the offense isn't there. The defense um, on the defensive side, they're okay. They're 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 average, well, not tell, great. You could tell T.J. Watt was still coming. He this is his first game yeah. back from the injury. You can tell he's not. You could tell in this game he wasn't a hundred percent. And that defense is entirely different. Without him or a limited him, he's the difference maker for that defense. If oh yeah, hundred percent. He's not there. They're they're very average. Yeah, which they yeah. were today. They're very average. Right. Exactly. Running. So they could be done. There was one play done. where he was chasing down Rodgers and yep. didn't get him. Yeah. And I think a healthy TJ Watt just you know he does the thing where he just like jumps like six yards <laughs> somehow. <laughs> And he looks gigantic, and he just tackles him. I think that's what happens on that play, but he didn't because I don't think he could move a hundred percent today. And you know, their defense, even with a, what would you say, it was seventy five percent, sixty percent, whatever it is. I'd say like yeah, seventy percent. Seventy percent. He's you know <laughs> still their best player on that defense. Although Melvin Ingram's good, but he's just not at the same level anymore, and he'll probably hurt at some point because that's what he does in his career. I don't hope he does, but that's what he does. Um, Big Ben. So it's just. He's missing some throws, but it's more so like he's never been mobile, right? He's not going to run for stuff, but he would move in the pocket. 
in like there'd be plays where guys are like draped on him, you know, and he still gets to throw off some insane way. It just feels like the pocket kind of collapses on him. He just kind of goes down or he gets, he throws like, it's not the same. And it's hard to explain because like it looks the same. It's just he's not then making the ridiculousness happen that he would normally do, right? He would normally, like, have a guy hanging on him and, like, shake another guy off his leg and then make a throw. Or he'd move through a sack because he's strong enough and whatever. That's just not there. It doesn't feel like it's there. And it's hard to, I don't know, it feels hard to point out because it's it's things he used to do that weren't great, you know, kind of like Tom Brady, where Tom Brady would just, like, shift a little in the pocket. You know, he does that. Ben would do that, but now it just doesn't seem to happen at the same point. Uh, I don't know. I'm very down in the Steelers, Marlo. I guess I, I think I have in our conversation here in a little bit. In the game, I tried to make up to make it fun, but we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll see what happens. All right. Um, well, Packers win. They're three and one. Packers are three and one. Which is, for me, funny because after week one, all of Packer Nation was saying the season was over, is down, and yeah. Aaron sucks, and what the hell. Yeah. And now look at you guys. Yeah. We're going to the Super Bowl. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> uh, next week at the Bengals. Do we see who the Bears had next week? Uh, We didn't. They are at the Las Vegas Raiders. Marlo, we, oh, that's should, right. we should go. Oh, we should, should go. go. We should totally go. Should have gone. Our friend that Dan's going dumb. to Vegas. I don't know. Maybe he already went. I don't even know. Uh, is Daniel going to no, Vegas? No, he definitely went. He definitely went. Uh, he's not going to the game. He went this oh. weekend because he said he was packing <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Probably wasn't packing for next weekend. Oh, I hope not. Probably not. But maybe we'll go. We'll talk about it. Yeah, Let's we'll talk about, about it. it. Put a pin yeah. in it. Pit it, talk about it. Or maybe we can go to Cincinnati and watch the Packers. Wouldn't that be fun, Marlo? You, me, we could Cincinnati. Do that. Watching the Packers. Vegas sounds, sounds, Vegas sounds dude, fun. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing I would love better than to be in Cincinnati watching the Packers. That sounds like a grand old time. Cincinnati, what a city. Love Cincinnati. Had a great time. Yeah. I was yeah. there for one day. <laughs> it was great. I went to a Reds game. Great ballpark. Great ballpark. Great American ballpark. Good stuff. All right, that's all we. That's all I know. Let's All right, Marl, we're right. going to look at some power rankings, and we. So I have five categories that I'll explain, and I have some teams on, let's say the borderline, and I want you to tell me if they're in the higher one or the lower one. All right. Okay. So we have contenders. Yep. Obvious teams that could win the Super Bowl. We got playoffs. So. These are teams that aren't contenders but might make the playoffs. We have pretenders, teams that look good, might not make the playoffs. We have not good teams, self-explanatory. And then we have mock draft teams, teams already doing their mock drafts. All right. We're starting out with the Florida Cardinals. So we're going to start out with contenders or playoffs. Okay. Cardinals. Florida Cardinals just beat the Rams today. Are they contenders or are they just a playoff team? Cardinals are... A playoff team. Okay. You're not putting them in contenders. Even no, though they beat who I would have put as the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, wait. Playoffs, question mark. They're a contender. Sorry. They're a contender. Got it. I played the game My right. Bad. They're My contender. Bad. My bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, they're definitely they're 100% contender. Um, Colorado gets hot. I think 
you know, they figured it out. They, this is, they're, they're catching their stride uh, between coaching quarterback, play calling. Um, and obviously they've had it. They get the defense is shiny as well, but they're, I don't know. Have you watched their game? They're fun to watch. They're just fun to watch. Kyler Murray is just incredible to watch. Um, uh, I, he's hmm, not going to don't make the point. He's a <laughs> better Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh boy. Would you rather have Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson right now? Lamar Jackson. Oh, I'd rather have Kyler Murray. I'd rather have Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson had a very good game today, but yeah, rather have Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, Kyler Murray, great. He was. They are so fun. I I was shocked by this game. I was, I was. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not shocked they won. I'm shocked they won thirty-seven to twenty. I'm shocked that their defense held the Rams to 20 points. I'm shocked that they put 37 up. I if they were to win, I thought it would have been like a like a 24-21 type game, but putting up hanging 37 on the Rams who just shut down the Bucks like this is kind of look, I'm putting a lot of kind of apples into early season results, but this was a really impressive win and I'm with you. Contenders, contenders. All right, next. 3 and 1. Dallas Cowboys, after beating um, the Panthers today, are they contenders or just playoffs? Well, I would. I mean, let's call them contenders, mostly because they're in the division that they can win easily. Yeah, I believe they're playing. I mean, they're playing good ball. They're playing good ball. Their offense is is clicking right now. Dak is having a hell of a season. So let's go contenders for this one. Another contender. All right. Uh, last one. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> look. Look, Milo. Okay. All right. They're contenders. But are they? Are we sure they're as good as uh, we kind of expect them to be? They are uh, on the season. Let me find this. Let me find this. Two and two. Losses to, okay, fine, fine. Ravens and Chargers. Is there a worry that they are not contenders in just a playoff team? Yeah, I mean, there is worry, right? The There has to be worry. Uh, but any time that you have Pat Mahomes on your team, yep. they kinda, that, that can cover up a lot. But they do have a, a very severous defense yep. at this point in time. So that's, you know, a tour bag can only take you so far. So, out of, uh, you know, it sounds hard to say, but let's go to playoffs? Playoffs? No, I 100% agree. Um, look, you have Pat Mahomes. So you you got a chance in every game. But as a team that has had Aaron Rodgers for 16 years or whatever the hell it's been, mm-hmm. having an amazing quarterback can only take you so far. You need the other things to come together. Ask five NFC Championship games. Um, I'm worried this defense isn't good enough. I'm worried about the head coach situation, which uh, Andy Reid, with his health concerns, I mean, that's not a jokey matter. It's very serious, but uh, they've given up 125 points in four games. It's a lot of points. And you just kind of figure they'll outscore which they have in two of the games but I don't know 
That's tough. Marlowe putting in the playoffs. For record, I put Cowboys in playoffs. I'm still keeping the Chiefs as contenders, but I agree with your concerns. All right, now let's go to the next level, Marlowe. So are these teams playoff teams, or are they just pretenders, Marlowe? We'll do two right away. These are yeah. the NFC West teams. The Seahawks, who just beat the 49ers, but we're going to put them both of them sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Seahawks, 49ers. You can split them or keep them together, Marlo. I just want to talk about them both at the same time. Are they pretenders or are they playoff teams? Can I make a caveat? Is like I have no idea how this new playoff format works because I haven't, you know, I haven't sat down and studied with the new Marlo. We're professionals. You cannot make caveats. I think but, it's just another. It's just another the, wild card. Right? I'm just I'm gonna say that with this caveat because yeah. obviously people are gonna go back at the end of the season and rewind this oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. People so they yeah, can throw an egg yes. in their face. Yeah, yeah people will do that. So really accountable. That's for sure. I'll go with both of them. I'll go with both of them pretenders. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I think they're well. I think they're the NFC West is is. I mean, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I feel like this is the two teams that any other division. We are talking maybe playoffs, but I feel like they're just going to beat each other up. There's mm-hmm. going to be losses in there, and those are the two teams that are kind of they're going to they are going to not be able to rise to the top of it. Yeah, I think well, I think these are the two teams that are taking a step back based on the Cardinals' kind of arrival, right? Yeah, like uh, if the Cardinals were also sitting at two and two, we would be thinking differently. I think about these. Two teams, and I think the NFC West is very good. They're going to beat up on each other, but you got to get wins where you can. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo left the game today with a calf injury, and obviously everybody kind of came into the season thinking that uh, Trey Lance wasn't ready. So what does that look like? Uh, Seattle's looked... It's felt like every game for Seattle that the wheels are about to come off, and they've, I guess, held together two of them, but... I don't know. It's, this team just feels really weird. Uh, Seattle does. Um, they just feels like it all could go south at any moment. Uh, not like they're no, like normally they're kind of like the we got it all together and Russell Wilson does something crazy and or we don't got it all together. It's all going okay and then Russell Wilson does something too, pulls out from okay to great. This yeah. year it seems like he's just scrambling to get them to okay. Yeah. Um, and that's where they are. Um, it'll. It's going to come down to these teams outside of the division. I think, as far as how they do outside of the division, I'm just I'm very worried about those both these teams. So I'm okay with you putting them, the pretenders there. All right, next one: Saints. Now sitting at two and two, uh, they were the best team ever. Oh, week one, as you mentioned, uh, yep. gone one and two since then. Losing today to the New York Football Giants in overtime. Um. Where are they, Marlo? Are, do you think they're they're a playoffs team or are they just a pretender? They're a pretender. They're hundred percent. They're two. They're a pretender, and it's because they're like you just said. They are too up and down. And I mean, I mean, Jason James Winston's a quarterback. That's that's that's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to have your ups and downs, but they're pretenders. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team. Uh, and I guess maybe that's just the Jameis Winston effect. When they win, it just makes so much sense. But when they lose, you just kind of look and go, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, it's just, it's so bizarre. Uh, if they, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of similar to the Bears in the sense, like, 
if you get a lead, if you can run your script, if you can run your plays right with the lead, it all looks good. It all looks like it makes sense, and it makes it easy on Jameis or, or Justin Fields or your offense in general. And your defenses are good. Yeah. But if it goes off script, it goes bad, things go wrong, you're pressing, you're forcing things, that's where it goes haywire, and that's how it's been with the Saints for two weeks. And I'm I'm shocked after them just dismantling the Packers that they've gone one and two cents. Absolutely shocked. Because um, I thought they would be better, and, and they're not. Um, I still think there's a second playoff de- team to come out of that South, though, the NFC South. Uh, and I don't know who it is if it isn't the Saints. So I think they're right on the end, but I would lean towards playoffs just because I don't know. You know, it's it's not the Falcons who we'll talk about in a little bit. But <laughs> um, All right, uh, next, Ravens, Marlo. They're, Raven. I have them a little low here. Do I have them a little low? Possibly. But I'll go with – we're, we're, we're going to play them. We're going to play how we're playing this game. We'll call them playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, would you call him a contender? Did I have him too low? Would you call the Ravens a contender? I would call him a contender if it wasn't if we weren't playing by your rules. I right, call him contender. Right. Well, I had him, I, then I had him way off, Marlo. That's my bet. I messed That's up. Okay. We got Ravens as contenders. Marlo's jettisoning him yep. up. A whole other set. You're right. You're right. They beat the Chiefs 36 35. They dismantled the Broncos today. We'll talk about it in a second. I had him too low, Marlo. Contenders. Stamped. Boom. I just stamped it, Marl. All right. Next level. Pretenders. Are they pretenders or are they just not good? Okay. Carolina Panthers. Uh, They're just... This is tough. So pretenders... Their wins. The wins they do have, they were three. They're three and one, right? Yeah. uh, Yes. Yes, they were three and oh. Yeah. So the, the... the wins that they did have. I mean, it was surprising they were, but the, you look back at the wins they do have, and it's like, eh, okay. Uh, so I, I guess they're pretenders. It's not that they're not good because they've always like beat the teams that, you know, yeah. they got the they're three and one. But and um, yeah. Darnold's having a resurgence down there. But um, but yeah, I'll go pretenders on them. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I think they're gonna beat the bad teams, right? Uh, yeah. uh, lose to the good teams like the Cowboys. All right, next, uh, your Chicago Bears. Are they pretenders? Maybe sniffing at those playoffs, or are they just not good? I just, I just want to make you say, decide. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think they're square in the middle right now. I don't know. I can't make a, I can't make a deterrent. Just with, I want to say, we're going to find out next week. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to depend on what we decide for the Vikings later. Um, our right, yeah. next Steelers, I think Marlo. I think You're not, go ahead. I think they're not good. I don't. I don't think they're not good. They're just not good. I, they're gonna they're gonna get every benefit of the doubt because everybody wants them to be good, but they're just not. Good. I think they're the third best team in their division, and it's <laughs> like by. I mean. Maybe the fourth. Maybe they're the worst team in the AFC North. They're Possibly. obviously worth the, the Browns, right? They're worse than the Browns. They're worse than the yes. Ravens. They're yes. maybe worse than the Bengals. 
that might be a bit far, but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about are they as good or better than the Bengals? That's not a spot you want to be. They're not good. All right, Patriots lose today. Of course, this game came down to a freaking field goal. Uh, 1917, Patriots now 1-3 against the Buccaneers. I wrote this before. Are the Patriots just not good, or do you think they can come back and be a pretender team? No, they're just not good. I mean, they're just they're just not good. They weren't good last season. They got a rookie quarterback. Didn't make any major upgrades. They're just not. They're not good. What did you think of the rematch or the return? The return, whatever the hell this was, between Brady and (laughs) Belichick. Well, you know, a lot of hype, not enough, a lot of sizzle, not enough meat. But, um, you know, it was fun. It's a fun thing for the fans. It, it was good. Brady didn't have the, the best uh, the best of game, but he did lead a comeback in Gillette Stadium. So there's that. We can hold on to that. And Brady won. How about that? Brady won this this whole breakup. Is that what we're doing now? Rating who won the breakup? breakup? Well, that was... Brady wins the breakup. I mean, that was decided last season. But yeah. well, this is definitive that's what the whole i mean for the folks in new england this was a significant game but the whole freaking coverage of it the whole thing was made it seem like this mattered to everybody else and i don't know that it did it didn't really matter to me the breakup as you said was decided last year i mean brady won he won a super bowl what does this game matter in the light of him winning the super bowl last year that is incredibly (laughs) more significant He's clearly on a better team than the Patriots are today. That was never really the question, I don't think. Like, the question wasn't like if Tom Brady stayed on the Patriots, if they'd be better. Obviously, yes, but he wanted to go somewhere else and he wanted to prove Bill Belichick wrong. And I guess he won that. Like, it's, I feel like it's just so, like, sports talky to build it up like this. And it felt very overbroadcast as I was watching the game. Because it really matters to people in New England. Yeah. But to me, casual sports fan, did not matter whatsoever. It didn't matter so much. Just like when Brett Favre came back on the Vikings and played the Packers. That meant a hell of a lot to me. But probably didn't mean shit to people in New England. They probably didn't care <laughs> about that. But it meant a whole lot to me and a bunch of other, other cheeseheads. So, And I, I suppose that game was broadcast the same. And you just kind of go with the story. But it just kind of fell... Uh, fell silent on uh, my deaf ears, as it were. But um, an ugly game in the in the rain, which I guess is fitting. Uh, Buccaneers were nineteen to seventeen, so they're Patriots, uh, not good. Uh, and obviously, Buccaneers we had in the contenders, but I didn't think that was questionable. That's why I didn't talk about it. All right, last one, Marlo. Mm-hmm. We want to see mm-hmm. if these teams are already already doing the mock drafts next year. They want to see if they're already looking at them, or are they just not good? So this is the last differentiating line. Are they not good, or have they given up on the season? Are they done? So, oh, I meant to give examples. Shit, I suck at this game that I made up. <laughs> so examples of people who are already uh, mock drafting. Lions, Jacksonville, Owen Force, they're looking ahead next year, right? They're moving on. So are these teams moving on next year, or are they still trying to compete and not be good? Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, Marlo, are they looking at it next year, moving on, or are they trying to be not good? <laughs> uh, Eagles, yeah, man, they're looking at mock draft. It's are the Eagles weird? What is? I mean, um, are they weird? Yes. 
Yeah, how, like how weird are they, Barry? <laughs> but yeah, how weird? How weird are they? Um, because I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I think like, <laughs> J- like Jalen Hurts has looks decent out there, throws up decent numbers, but they're just not even close to winning. Yeah, so tough schedule so far. Uh, they beat the Falcons, who we'll talk about in a moment. Um, <laughs> it maybe should have been one of my example teams. Uh, but then yeah. losing the 49ers, Cowboys, and Chiefs. It's hard-pressed to pick a harder three-game stretch than that. Uh, next week against the Panthers, who we have decided were pretenders. So that would be, yep. I guess, a telling game. Um the Jalen Hurts conversation is really weird just because every time anybody talks about it, they talk about how great a guy he is and how mm-hmm. good of a leader he is and how he's good at all those like off-the-field stuff. But then it's like, yeah, but what about that on-the-field stuff? How's that <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> yeah. And one out of three games, one out of four games, it seems awesome. But a lot of times it's not. I don't know. Um I think this Eagles team can win some games, but I think in the long term, they would be better served going, no, this isn't it. We need to find something else. But I think they're going to be in, they're going to play in the weird middle ground. They're going to try to win games with Jalen Hurts and not give up on it. All right. But should they? Are you, you think they, are you saying they shouldn't give up on Jalen Hurts? What do you think? I, I don't know. I, that's why this te- it's weird. It's, it seems weird. It's hard to think of giving up on Jalen when he seems suitable, but right, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, right? Um, I think they should give him a little more a little more time, but no, we'll see. I just think I it's just weird. Think if, they, if they could find the lightning in the bottle that was Nick Foles won a freaking Super Bowl for you, Jalen Hurts <laughs> could be as good as Nick Foles. And then find that lightning in the bottle, see if it works again. I don't know. Or you give up and, and go on. Uh, all right, next one. One and three, Minnesota Vikings after losing to the Cleveland Browns, who, by the way, I had in a contender, but I didn't think it was questionable, so that's not why we didn't talk about them. Well, are the Vikings just – are they only not good or are they done and looking ahead to the mock draft at one and three? I'm just going to go they're not good. Yeah. They still got – they're still – they're still, still in it. There, yeah? yeah, still a lot of football left, and – They've had a couple games where, and this is this is a fine line, right? Yeah. Can you be not good because you can't finish those games, um, right? Because they're only, I mean, they're three plays away from being four. No. Um, well, I don't would say the Browns. They're not the Browns games. I meant the play, other games. Two plays sorry. a game. Two plays away from being three, from being and, one. three and one. Three. Yes. Right. Yep. Would you agree with that? Yep. One hundred percent. Um, but that is football too, and that is, could also be the difference between not good and mock draft. But for right now, I'll just go not good. Yeah, I I just want to put it in there because it's a Vikings it's a division team to talk about. Yeah. Um, I think they're not good. I just think there's something just feels off with them this year. Like when I watch their games, when I watch like. The way the team works, the way the defense works, like everything just seems a little bit off. And I don't know, uh, it's hard to put a finger on it. Like it's just a, a feeling I have when I watch it. I don't know, that's a stupid way to talk about it. Uh, by the way, points for, points against. Um, they are the only team in the NFC North with a positive points for. They're plus two in points for. 
Um, the Bears are minus 27. The Packers are minus 5. <laughs> <laughs> and Detroit's minus, I don't know, quick maths. I don't know, uh, 38, 38, something like that. Uh, so the only team with positive uh, points for and against, which I've been following a lot with baseball uh, just because, ah, shoot, what team is it? Oh, the Mariners had just like they were like negative like thirty runs, and they were like nine games above five hundred, which is absurd. Anyway, that's much more a baseball stat than a football. Anyway, all right, uh, not good. Mock draft off their first win of the season, um, defeating the aforementioned Saints, the New York Football Giants. Marlo, do they have a shot this year, or should they be looking forward to the draft? Uh, I think they're going. They're a mock draft. Great win today. Good job. Way to go. But that's it's not it's far and few between. They're looking for a mock draft. God, Daniel Jones put up numbers today and I benched my fantasy team and I hate myself. Um, <laughs> because I it's he's like either good or terrible, and I start him every time it's wrong. Anyway, it's infuriating having him as your fantasy quarterback or possible fantasy quarterback. Saquon Barkley is really good. Um, the rest of the team sucks. I think they got to be looking forward. I think they got to find Daniel Jones. Look, he won the game today. He cannot be the answer uh, to the team. I don't think anymore. So I think they got to be looking mock draft. I'm with you there. All right, last one. Atlanta Falcons, Marlo. Where are you on this one in three team? Because my God, they have been a cluster for years at this point for years at this point. Uh, are they looking ahead, or is there hope this season? To be not... Oh, hope this season, by the way, means them being just not good. <laughs> Which is, uh, no, man. I, they did their mock draft together, and um, I hate to say it, but I'm going to. Mock draft better include QB. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Matty Ice uh, era is over. Their only win is against the aforementioned New York Giants. Uh, losing today to the Washington football team. Also in the Eagles, crushed by the Eagles, crushed by the Buccaneers. They look a really bad football team. They look years out from competing, um, which was really weird because it seemed like they had it seemed it seemed like they had one last run in them, didn't it? Like it did. Although we've been saying yeah. that for like three years, I think. Right. We've been, been saying it for a while. Yeah. I mean, ever since ever since the uh, the second half of Super Bowl, it's just been. Not good. It's yeah. been, yeah, the coach haven't been the same like Maybe they have one last run, and then it was another year. Maybe they have one last run, and I think they're out of runs. I think they're out of runs with Matty Ice. Uh, I was going to do a commercial segment, but I forgot the commercials we were going to talk about. Well, whatever. We'll do it next week. Um, Matty Ice commercials. Terrible. <laughs> um, Adam's Family commercials. Tired of them. God, the movie came out so I can stop seeing the commercials. Could could do without those. Um, all right, that's a bit of the segment. There were better better ones out there. Uh, all right, Falcons mock draft. Look for that quarterback. I don't know what's out there. We don't need to talk about college quarterbacks. That's fine. All right, let's look ahead to next week, Marlo. Thursday Night Football. We finally have a go to Marlo because I think it's finally going on Fox now, right? They're done with the NFL stuff. Yes. It's going, yes, on, to Fox. going on Fox. Rams. Seahawks. I do not like this spot for the Seahawks. I'm very worried about our boy Russ. Yeah. I still think the Rams are good. 
And I think they're going to be wanting revenge. I think the Seahawks are teetering on disaster. I just feel it, Marlon. Where is this? Is this is this in Seattle? It's in Seattle. Yeah. Okay. They got that going for them. They do, a hundred percent. But I'm worried. I'm worried of uh, Russell Wilson being sacked like six times, slash running for his <laughs> life the whole game. True. Yeah. No, that's a that's a that's a that's a good concern. But I'm a good feeling a lot of moon balls. I'm feeling a lot of moon balls in this yeah. game from both sides. Um, this this seems like a game. Yeah, I, it could go really bad or it could be really fun. I don't think it's going to be any. I'll just keep it at that. It could be really bad for points Seattle. Will, points will be scored. Points will be scored, but so. I could see it being slanted towards the Rams if if things go the right way. It's either, I don't see Seahawks blowing them out. It's either, Ram, yeah. I, I think it's close or Rams by a lot. Right. I, I I feel like it's a bad spot for Seattle. All right, uh, Sunday Night Football. Marlo, two of my AFC favorites, uh, the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah. We talked about AFC championship game previews. Uh, these are two of my three teams in the AFC. Ooh, look at this. Chiefs are going to give up points. Chiefs are going to give up points. Allen has been... I mean, the Bills have been a fire the last two games. been two blowout games, which... They played the Texans um, today, let's be fair. Yeah, to be yeah to be fair. Um, that That's true. So, another game, points will be scored. <laughs> Sunday night, points will be scored. Should be good. Uh, I was hope. I mean, maybe... Hopefully, the Bills get a blowout. The, you know, the last two games, Trubisky's gotten in, and apparently... Chicago fans have been apologizing to him. Um, Did you hear about this? They? Have they been apologizing to him? Uh, yeah, apparently fans have been apologizing to Brisky, saying, you know, because of his stellar performances in mop-up time, where he's completed like five passes and has two touchdowns um, in mop-up time, that it wasn't Mitch. It was, I mean, this is pity backing on last week, but it wasn't Mitch. It was the coaching and Whatever, it's fine. I'm just glad he's finally getting his spotlight. Mitch, way to go! Both things can be true. I think <laughs> that Mitch got an unfair shake in Chicago, which I think is true. I think every, I think objectively, you could agree that that was a terrible situation to put him in under that coaching staff, the way they've operated, and the uh, way in which he came in, which wasn't his fault, right? Um, mm-hmm. He didn't trade up to get drafted. He that happened to him. The expectations that were put on him by Chicago, but also he didn't play that well. And if he was, if he was treated like Justin Fields is treated, it would have been very different. I, uh, I don't. I shouldn't say that. He would have been perceived different. I don't know if the outcome would have been different, but he would have been perceived sure. differently. Sure. But anyway, he would still probably be a backup in the NFL. I think he could. I think right. he could be a starting quarterback. He's probably, he probably could be like the twenty fifth best quarterback in the NFL. There you go on the Texans next year. There it is. All right, Mitch. Congratulations. Enough, Mitch. Talk. We're Looking sorry. for points Mitch, in that game, Mitch. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mitch. Over under is only fifty four and a half. It feels low. Uh, for a that Bills does feel team. well. All right, uh, Monday Night Football, Indianapolis Colts 
uh, Indianapolis um, Jonathan Taylor Colts against the Baltimore Ravens. Cool. Not a a great game. No. I'll watch it for Jonathan Taylor. Don't really have much else. Yeah, that's it. That doesn't really... The other two come out of me. It's a good Thursday night game. It's the first Thursday night game. You're like, okay. Okay, I'm looking forward to sitting down and watching this one. Yeah. I don't know. There's no Manning broadcast for this one. They're taking a break. They got tired. What? They got tired. They they had to sit on their couch and talk tomorrow. It's tough. Did, They're I, off right, to like we, week 10 or something. I don't even know. They're off for a couple weeks. Really? Yeah. That's weird. They're not even doing anything. It's just hard work. Interview, <laughs> interviewing people. I don't know. <laughs> All so right. I've decided it's great. It only works. Okay. It's Well, one, it's great. Two, but did you see Did you see Eli gave the double bird? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I did. I was watching That was live. so awesome. That was so awesome. He, he went and he was like, they went like this and they didn't give the birds. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to do it. And they gave the birds. And he's like, they'll, they'll blur it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you and blur it out. Dude, it's time. live TV. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. They're taking a break now. Uh, and they came back and gave an apology. And, he, and his apology was great because he's just like, yeah, I mean, I should have done it, but I did it. So, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> But at the same time, it's like it's ESPN two at like ten thirty Central Time. You know, like yeah. he was offended yeah. by Eli Manning <laughs> flipping off the camera, Im- imitating Eagles fans. Like everybody yeah. fucking loved it. I'm sure who's watching at ten thirty on this broadcast. I mean, it was great. It w- it was awesome. And I mean that part of the like they don't know how to be on TV aspect of it. Yeah. Is awesome and like the like throwing it to commercials during the middle of an interview is hilarious. Like it's just, <laughs> it just feels natural and not produced, and that's why it's so cool to me. And it's it only works because one, the Mannings are just incredibly charismatic and famous people, right? We know who they are. We know their personalities. We know Peyton's the big brother. We know Eli's the little brother, and they play their roles so well. And uh, I think most importantly, it works because it's Monday night. Because we just watched, you know, you and me, Marlon, we watched two full days of football. Mm -hmm. We watched an old broadcast. We lived and died by at least four hours of every day. Um, And on Monday night, it's probably a shitty game, you know, because they pick it ahead of the season. It's Colts-Ravens this week. It may or may not be interesting. But you can just sit down and hang out and have football on as opposed to watching football. And that's why it sure. works. Because it's yeah. if this happens Sunday night, this would not work Sunday night. Sunday night's the best game. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Bill's Chiefs next week. I wanna watch, I wanna see analysts, I wanna see real coverage. Manning's I don't wanna watch Sunday night. I don't wanna watch Sunday afternoon. It works because it's Monday night football. And by Monday night we're all like, let's just chill. And watch a football game, yeah. and that's what the Manning's do. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. No, no, I like why. it. That's why I, I like your Atlanta. I like your Atlanta. That was hard hitting. That was probably I, I, the. I thought about it a lot. That was, that was probably the biggest. That was probably the most broke down segment we've done to date. 
No. So, I yelled job. a lot about the offensive line earlier. I don't know if you heard that. I was very, <laughs> upset, very upset about the offensive line. Uh, all right, let's look at next week, Marlo. Uh, we talked about the primetime games. Bears are at the Raiders, which we're probably definitely going to. Uh, if we don't, we're going to yes. Cincinnati to watch the Packers play. What else do you got circled next week as we gander at the schedule? Uh, anything that jumps at, out at you that could be interesting that you will be trying to tune into um, regional programming uh, limited? limited. <laughs> well, you know, I got the internet, so nothing is out of reach, but I don't know. I think I think those are it. You got Giants, Cowboys throughout the records. It's always a game. Um, 49ers, Cardinals. I think we talked about it already. Yeah. But I think we're it's, gonna see if I think it's if, another if, like if the Cardinals win this, you know, it's just cementing or, or or putting more proof into that they're for real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like the Brown, uh, Browns chart. A lot of good afternoon games. Mm-hmm. You got your Bears, of course. We're, we all are excited about that. Don't get me wrong. But you said 49ers, Cardinals, Giants, Cowboys. God, I'm going to probably have to watch that because that's going to be on TV. Maybe I'll get the Bears game here. Um, I don't know if that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Browns, Chargers. Um, As we talk about Bills, Chiefs being the AFC Championship game, these are probably the the next two best teams. So the four best AFC teams are playing each other this week. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Cool. Uh, Patriots Texans will not watch a play of that game. Titans Jaguars won't watch a play of that game. Uh, excited for that. Um, ooh, Battle of Florida, uh, Miami, uh, Tampa, big one, big one, important one, Marlon. I think this is actually a significant one. Broncos Steelers. I wrote off the Steelers. Broncos, are they good or not? I think that's an interesting game to see what uh, who these teams are. If the Broncos win, then I think nail in the coffin, Steelers are done. If the Steelers win, the Broncos are fool's gold. Interesting game. Also, Lions and Vikings play each other. (laughs) So you got that. Fantastic. All right. Wait, is that the same time? I won't won't get that game. That's on Fox, so I'll I'll miss that. I'll have to pack the game on. What's the CBS oh, game I'll have on? Probably Tampa Bay. Ugh, damn it. All right. Uh, anything that's, else? That's, NFL? I'm excited. It's a pretty good slate. Titans, yeah. Jaguars, big one. Big one. That's all I got. <laughs> all you got? All right. All right. That's it. Uh, NFL, that brings us to what everyone's been waiting for this entire time. Casey's corner kick. Marlo. It was a big one this weekend, uh, Liverpool, Manchester City. Um, squandered points, squandered opportunity for Liverpool. They went up 1-0, immediately gave up a goal. They went up 2-1, immediately gave up a goal. I mean, a team who can't hold a lead uh, against lesser teams, let alone against Manchester City, just squandered leads. It's uh, it's frustrating. These are going to come back to bite us. Should have won this game. Uh, an excellent second goal from Mohamed Salah. Uh, just magnificent uh city's goals were great too but you just gotta you just gotta close these out and liverpool's just not doing it squandered opportunity today at anfield uh just 
if you want to win the title, you got to come on with this victory. And they they blew it. Uh, I guess at the end of the day, a tie's okay. But should have been better. Um, should have been the win. Um, next week, they're off. Another break for some reason. I don't know why. I didn't look it up. Just disappointed there's not Premier League soccer next weekend. We'll pick up in two weeks on that. Uh, other soccer happened. I think PSG lost. I think uh, Real Madrid lost. Barcelona's been awful, uh, which is really sad. Just from a, they're supposed to be one of the premier clubs and they are just are struggling uh, on the field, let alone their financial woes, uh, which is it's a really sad situation. But there we go. That's all I got. Oh, uh, U.S. plays. Oh, they're on international break because of qualifying USA plays Jamaica Thursday in uh, CONCACAF qualifying. A can't lose. Can't lose for right. US match. Can't lose. Can't lose the game. Alright, well, that's it. Alright then, we'll uh, finish up here with our throw-ins. We got baseball it's playoffs. Baseball, really. it's just, October it's, it's here. It's just, just baseball, oh, baseball. I guess. Yeah. That's how it turned out. All right. You're White Sox, Marlo. Second postseason in a row yeah. for the first time ever. That seems weird. That did seem weird. I, but now I thought, I, I did read that earlier and I thought back and I was like, no, nah, yeah, after the World Series and then a couple of years, never did it back to back. But you're back the back now. You play the Astros yeah. in the first round. Did I get that right? That is correct. Sounds right. I think I did the math mentally. Uh, Starts Thursday. I mean, there are a bunch of cheers, and we all hate them, so we're all rooting for the White Sox. That's right. White Sox, America's for the first round. I mean, unless they play... I think that America's team, unless they play Tampa Bay, then I think maybe it might switch Tampa because kind of the underdog factor. Even though they have the best record, they just seem like an underdog, then maybe it'll switch. But if you play, if you <laughs> oh. play the Yankees or Red Sox, who are the wildcard team, we'll talk about it in a second... You're America's team for that, obviously. All right, I'll take it. Either way. We're all rooting for you, Marlo. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Brewers uh, just stumbled in the playoffs. I think they just got swept by the Dodgers. Not great. Uh, got their butts kicked by the Cardinals. Not great. Um, their key setup man uh, broke his hand punching a wall while celebrating. Not great. Uh, great idea. Great idea to celebrate punching a ball. I punched the ball once, Marlo. It's in anger, not in celebration. Yeah. Well, and either uh, way, not luck- luckily the wall broke and not my hand. It was, Ooh, look uh, at you, strong man. No, it, I mean, I think it was. It says more about the wall than my <laughs> my punch. Uh, but I, I punched the right wall. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> if Devin Williams would have punched the wall I punched, he'd be fine. But. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Uh, they played the Braves, um, which I think if you if you if you're the Brewers, you had to pick a team to play in the playoffs. You picked the Braves, so they got I think the best matchup for them. I we have the better starting pitching, so that bodes well. It's just if our bats can actually wake up uh, for the series. But I have as I have my expectation is slight favorites. Because of our starting pitching and back of the bullpen in Josh Hader. Um, so those are our teams, Marlo. Let's talk about wild card. Uh, wild card we have uh, in the NL, 
Cardinals versus the Dodgers, and in the AL, the Yankees versus the Red Sox, which is obviously, I mean, TV is salivating over that. Who are you rooting for in these matches, Marlo? Uh, Cardinals, Dodgers, who you got? Who you're rooting for? Uh, I guess I root for the Dodgers. Yeah. On this one, no particular reason. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'll go Dodgers. That's where the heart's taking me. Okay. As a, a Brewers fan, I want both of these teams to lose. Unfortunately, can't. Yep. Um, but more importantly, it would be so Cardinals to win this wild card game where they had like a 2% chance of making the playoffs. They won like 18 in a row. Mm-hmm. It would be so Cardinals to make the playoffs and then win the World Series. And my heart aches just thinking about that. So I'm rooting for the Dodgers, even though they're the better team, even though they're a 100-win team, and that makes the Brewers' um, likelihood of winning the playoffs less from a, a statistical standpoint. If the Freaking Cardinals win this World Series. I will give them baseball, so I want the Dodgers to win, counterintuitively to what you'd expect. The Yankees, Red Sox, I presume are rooting against the Yankees. Always. Okay. Why would you? Yes. Rooting against the Yankees. Good. We're on the same page there. All right. Go Dodgers. Go go Red Sox. There we go. Um, That's all I got, Marlo. You stuck one in here on me. Uh, We talked about the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Um, I had a buddy. No, can't talk about it. Never mind. (laughs) <laughs> he, was at the, he was at the Ryder Cup. There was a story. I can't tell it. If he's listening, you know what I'm talking about. Good for you. Uh, that's all, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Casey, we got a new Facebook feature. No. Boop, boop, boop. I've heard of Facebook. Yeah. You've heard of Facebook. Um, you can now listen to our podcast directly on our Facebook page. Oh, nice. It's a nice little button that Facebook put in there for podcasts. You pop in it on the mobile app only. It doesn't matter on the, on the desktop. I keep looking for it. It's not there, but go to the 132 Facebook page, hit the podcast, has all our podcasts there. You guys listen to it there. Um, it's pretty cool. Thanks, Facebook. Yeah. Thanks Just get that. us all in one place. Never have to leave it. If I, I think uh, 60 Minutes had a very anti-Facebook uh, episode today. Did they? Yeah. About misinformation. I don't know. I was watching the football game that came out afterwards. You know, it just kind of surprised yeah. me. Yeah, he got, he got, he got, yeah, he got sucked yeah. in. And they were talking about misinformation. Yeah, like, I was like, what? And I was like, I forgot this was on. I should turn this off. <laughs> and then I turned yeah, on Football in America. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I moved, there it is. <laughs> moved on with my life. So, uh, <laughs> Facebook is kind of terrible, but also like and subscribe and listen to our podcast there. Yes. Absolutely. That's the non-terrible part of Facebook. That's right. Like, subscribe. Thanks for, um, yeah, and keep counting. Give the five-star reviews. Thanks you for review. Thank you for all our five-star reviews. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, pew, pew, pew. Yeah, anything else, Casey? Any other throw-ins? No other throw-ins. No, no other, other throw-ins. throw-ins. Well, then I'll tell you what. That will be it for me. Continue to like, subscribe, check out the new feature on Facebook. Just listen to our podcast there. And as always, um, that will be it for me. Casey, you got last words. Uh, I was trying to sneak and see if I had any other uh, last-minute things. Uh, no, that's it. Uh, volleyball, that was the only other thing. I had. Um, until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.